Hey, Dana. I usually have my anthem playing, but I don't have my laptop uh, set up right now. Start talking. It's kind of weird not have the anthem at first. Hey, Soul. Welcome, welcome. How you doing? This is an open forum. Uh, I post this on social media. Not Democrat, Republican, just American. And I'm like, I really think that we should really have a conversation about this and discuss it because... I honestly feel like a big problem in our country has been the parties. Uh, We're so divided and so polarized. And they've both been in power for over 100 years. So maybe we should stop being insane and do something different, you know? So I definitely think this. And by the way, ever since I was young, you guys, I've always been a conservative. But I never supported a Republican until uh, Donald Trump ran for office because I finally thought I found something I could believe in and so then because like my mom was like Donnie I'm actually surprised you're supporting a Republican because you wouldn't support either party at one point and here I am back again I was right young Donnie was right um so anybody who wants to come up and grab a mic is an open forum tonight we don't have any guest speakers or anything so if you want to come up here and shoot your stuff you sure can and have a discussion I'm surprised Bonky's not in here. He's usually up here in the first person grabbing a mic. But, yeah, so tonight we're just going to talk about that. This is I don't like talking to myself either, so um, I like having an engagement. I'm curious what y'all's stories are, too. Like, if if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, or where do you feel like you're at now? Are you like, I'm independent? Because I know a lot of people recently have said, I actually, I'm not registered in a party anymore. I'm actually independent now. I don't like what I've seen the past couple of years and I still don't like what I'm seeing. And whenever they talk about red wave, blue wave, or Republicans are going to take the house again. Oh, there's Blondie. Republicans are going to take the house again. Um, it's never we, the people taking the house. I think they've positioned in our brain, like whatever side you're on, that they are the, we, the people. And so people think and assume that, that we are winning. We do not win with either one of these parties. So why do we keep choosing to lose, right? So Blondie, it's open forum tonight. Let me go ahead and add you, let you go. I actually did not play the anthem because I'm actually in a different location today, so I didn't play my anthem. And I was actually I'm also talking about Phillips campaigning for president. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm five minutes late. I don't to hop off and on here with you guys. So what's the ball? What are you thinking? What about the title? It's good. It's good. It's challenging. And it makes people think that if we're gonna makes them think twice about who we're gonna vote for, question who we're gonna vote for. Even Trump, like you guys have said in the past, is questioned his actions are questionable. People he's endorsing. Uh who's gonna run? Who's gonna run for the Republican ticket, Democrat ticket, or independent? I would like to see some independents out there. Kind of like I told you here in California, we had uh, Larry Elder who ran, who ran as a Republican. But in reality, he's a closeted uh, libertarian. That's because it's come out of his own lips. And now that he's no longer in radio, I'm assuming he's going to run again. Not that I wouldn't vote. It's just there's closeted people that are libertarians. Rand Paul, Ron Paul, those are all libertarians that have run under the Republican ticket. So. I would like to see if there's Democrats or Republicans that are that are truly independent. 
that are open-minded, that are not go going to their party lines necessarily, or because they're getting paid by this corporation or that to promote an agenda. Independent thinkers. We need people in there, both independent and people within the line. And not someone that just comes around, along like uh, Chelsea Gabbard that, that how plays the... How do you go think ahead. we can, uh, how do you think we can uh, unite each other? Well, we have, to, we, we, have to do, we have to do a lot of homework. We have to really research each other. Can you turn off the whatever's in the background? It's really loud. Okay. I, sorry, I'm in a public square, but I'm walking to my car. No, what I'm saying is, okay. with with uh, we, we we have to be vocal. Just like you're using this platform, you have to use everything that's available. Uh, whether it's Gab, whether it's Getter, whether it's a uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, you have to use get the word out. Um, there's ways of doing it with not a lot of money, but it's going to be harder. It's going to be a challenge. But, you know, as long as you're not being shut down, like it's happened in the past, then you should be, you should be good. It should be, it should happen. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm not going to ever tell you, you know, it's going to, it's going to be easy, easy peasy. You, and you're going to get, a, you know, you're going to get in. Yeah, I think you discovered that the hard way running as an independent, as a mayor, I think your experience and what, what you experienced in, in running here in Right? No, no, Baldy, Baldy. So it's um, and here the local seats are nonpartisan, so you couldn't run us either if you wanted to. It's nonpartisan. The local special. Okay, so, uh, but either way, it's an experience that 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 you would have to consider. What what have you learned? What could you do better? And what could you educate others? What, what could you educate others uh, for that? Because here in California, for example, because obviously you're in. Texas, here in California, it's all about politics, it's all about uh, what party. Here, the mayoral seat that they're running, one of the best candidates, he's been an independent, he's been a Democrat, and he's been a Republican. And the guy's last name, is you probably heard it, is Caruso. He seems like somebody that is leader-like, businessman and everything, but he's been all over the place. I would question that. And he doesn't have a lot of uh, political career, if I'm right, like a big uh, resume. But I'd rather take my chances with him, for example, than for another, to have another uh, Eric Garcetti, uh, wannabe Mexican, <laughs> another wannabe Mexican that he only used the Latino vote to get into power. And what did he do? He, he, it's uh, the homelessness that he, that, he, that he acquired, that he inherited from the previous Mexican-American which was via Rigosa, he left it bad. This guy left it 10 times worse. So what's going to happen? Is Caruso going to come in and really clean house? I hope so. I don't put all my hopes on it, but I hope so. He said he wants to do it. God bless him. Uh, I would I would try with, with Caruso. I would. I, I have more faith in somebody coming directly and saying, I, you know, just because I'm a Latino, Democrat, no, nah, bullshit. We already had two, and they failed. They were both Democrat. In reality... We have Democrats here in California. They don't want to fix their area. Like Maxine Waters, she's known for the Skid Row area and other parts of L.A. that are respective to her district. And they're shitholes. I'm sorry to say, but, but California, where I was born and raised, has become a shithole. And I've seen it in my lifetime. It's horrible. And you know what? For anybody to say it's like a third world country, bullshit. The worst parts of Latin America that are, that are shitholes is not necessarily because you have 
homeless. You have poor people over there, real poverty, but not because of drugs necessarily. So believe me, people in Latin America, they, they do way better to even give an appearance that they're better off, you know, because that's how proud they are. Here in America, we, we, we don't have that problem. We could end poverty. Poverty here is because if you're either really bad, I mean, you're doing drugs or you came out from bad parenting and stuff like that. Or, you know, victim, something tragic happened in your family. You know, you were raped with your mom and you lost your father, etc. You know, you didn't have mom and dad necessarily. Uh, but but in other parts, you know, Absolutely. when people want to get out of poverty. Blondie, real quick. You said something about, because I also want to kind of like hit a point at a time and like keep the dialogue going so we don't miss a point. Yeah. You said about some about educating people, right? Because we, we have to re-educate people. And it's, it's not like we educate, like, you know, how, how the other people would want to do it. But, like, let me finish one second. So, let you all know that I want to help with the education piece of it. If you do go to my um, profile on this thing, I have set up an another show in this education. Um, I'm going to mute my mic because I keep hearing noises. Um, so I do have another show on here, um, that you guys can subscribe to, and then you can share with other people, but we're going to go through the, um, first amendment, um, all the amendments in the constitution. We're going to go through the bill of rights. We're going to go through the declaration of independence and history on there. So, you know, that's a good way to educate people. So like when you see like someone talking about taking your guns away, I want to have you guys have a source to go to. Where you're like, oh, just go to Donnie's podcast real fast. That reference to the Second Amendment. And then you'll put it on the thing, like, excuse me, you don't have the authority to do that. According to our constitutional rights. But the more people start doing that, <laughs> the better off we'll be. So I have um, uh, Black Pill Phil. Him and I are going to be doing that together. I'm trying to work now to make sure he's a co-host, but it's not working on my end for some reason. But And then obviously do this locally. Um, try to do things locally, teaching people the rights and everything. And um, I also just said, um, <laughs> just American, yes. I also said, too, what we can do, because it's, it's downloadable, right? You can download it if you want to. You can add that stuff to your website. You can uh, copy the link and then text it to all your friends. Hey, y'all need to know this. This was going on. So I want to be able to be a source for you guys for education to help people. James is in the house. What's up? Hey, Donnie, I can't wait till you uh, start getting Phil on. Um, I listen to him like he goes on. Well, I forget what it's called, but him and a couple of other guys do a regular YouTube show. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe I'm forgetting the name right now. It's first, but, it's first media news. It was my first interview I've ever done. Before, yeah, personal media. That's it. Yeah, they're my brothers from another mother. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the show before. Yeah, um, I actually remember that when you were on there, and so you're the title, not a Democrat or Republican, just American. Okay. Um, you, the other day you said like it's not Republican versus Democrat; it's us versus them. And that them is the, the ruling class and, and us is everybody else. And, okay, um, I understand if you want to look at it that way, but um, look at who 
wants to be ruled, who wants the, the power, wants the government to have power over people. Like, um, that is, for the most part, the Democrats. You know that the, uh, the Republican voting base, for the most part, wants their, doesn't want to be ruled over. Uh, I mean, not as much. I mean, um, there's obviously, like, you and some other guy, I can't remember his name, sorry, but um, you were saying that we need the government for structure, and I, I disagree with that, and, and we can get into that if you want to, but um, <laughs> but the Democrats are the ones that are always saying we need to have more government power, we need to have more regulations, we need more taxes and all that stuff. So they are the ones that are really empowering the working class. But you were going to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to clarify too. I, I was saying that uh, there's. They say we have uh three. We have three classes. They say we have the uh, upper, middle, and lower class. And I said there's two classes. Is the um, elites and the commoners, and um, you're, you're pretty much on point. But I want to make sure I clarify exactly what I meant by that. And mm-hmm. when you when you're talking about the Republican Party and the things that they push and everything, I can give you an example in Texas that people uh, in Texas has a lot of regulations and laws and rules, but it's supposed to be red state. Mm-hmm. It gets uh, claimed as as it's not. So when I call out Ron DeSantis, because, you know, there's the Ron DeSantis cult, we have the Trump cults, we have cults for everything. But when I point this out, that he has red flag laws in the state, they defend him. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, they were there before he got there. Then why hasn't he spoken on them and gotten rid of them? Yeah, um, well, I was making a distinction between the voter base and the Republicans for a reason. Um, we know that there are problems with the Republican politicians. And, uh, you know, ideally, like, I'm a, a voluntarist, you know that. So, like, I'd rather not have any um, political rulers, any kind of uh, government or anything like that. But when it comes time for, like, a political race or something... Like, I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to vote that we have no government and that we have no politicians. I mean, that's that just doesn't work. Um, I we used to listen. We don't, uh, go ahead. We, don't, we, don't advocate, we don't advocate for that over here. Um, some people say things like that. Yeah, um, you don't. I, I, <laughs> I, I just want to. Okay, I just want to explain something, though. Like, um, I have, like, an ideal view of how I I wish things could be. Like, I, if, I mean, I'm not just going to go and and vote that uh, we don't have uh, any government because I know that's not going to work. And when it comes time for, like, a political race or something, um, you know, it's, you know, always, pretty much always going to be, like, the only... Um, ones that will win is like a, a Republican or a Democrat. And so it's like, I, I realize that in that position, like I just kind of have to make the best of the situation that I'm in. Like, I mean, uh, not voting for no government isn't going to work. So it's like, you know, if there's a chance for some other party to um, come in and be and potentially win, then maybe I'll vote for them. 
but like if it's down to like a Republican and a Democrat and I know one of them is going to win, then I'm going to vote for a Republican most of the time. So push this out. I, I, I actually want to eliminate the party system. George Washington did warn us about the party system. And he was absolutely right about the party system. I want to get I want to get rid of it. So this is my thing. They're going to be better third parties. They're going to start off better, probably. And then those people who started off may have great intentions, but they may die, and then bad people will come in there and infiltrate it. And so, I mean, not may die. We will all die eventually. But, um, but I, I I want to steer away. I do have friends who are in, in third parties, but eventually I want it to be let's make independence great again. Make it to where we focus on just the individual who's running opposed to voting for a party because what that they do, sounds good and i 100 percent agree with getting rid of parties like i wish that was something that we could just snap our fingers and have that happen and have no parties and everybody just has to look at the individual and look at their voting record and look at their uh policy ideas and all that that would be great um but we're not there yet it's like, well, here's why. No, never get there if we don't try, right? So, this is why. By the way, you know, I'm only I'm 34. Philip is in the house. Uh, I did make him a speaker, by the way, but he's not up here. Um, we're young, right? So we will be around, still doing what we're doing and everything. But when it when it comes down to the whole um, party thing, the media is ran by the parties. That's why you don't see independents on there or third-party people on there. Us as people have to realize that that's what they're doing. They're, these two parties have made themselves the supposed oh, yeah. And I noticed that when Ron Paul was running. Mm-hmm. I liked him more than anybody else who was running. Ron Paul was is a voluntarist, by the way. I actually don't really understand that. But Philip, you're up here. Real quick, go ahead and say something because you you just going to give up the Republican voter base. And I was going to. Oh yeah, you. what I'd said was um, the Republican voter base are still being controlled by the Republican, which is the same exact government as if you were to get a Democrat elected. The only difference is is they choose to kiss half of the country's ass versus the other. That's the only difference. There's I think no they... difference. The only difference is whose ass is getting kissed, but nothing changes. We're still I think screwed. that. For a lot of people that they see it as that they don't really have any other choice. Well, and, but 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 that's 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 not the case. I mean, the the reason why you see it is you don't have any other choice is because that's the whole agenda of both parties. Let's split these people up and let's dumb them down and let's make them think they don't have another choice. And okay. I'm probably the other guy you were talking about because I'm running for president in 2024. You can look me up. I'm an independent. I do mm-hmm. not belong to the independent party. I am an independent. Yeah. And all I want to be is a voice for the people. And I want to go in and I want to fix the things that need to be fixed. And I know that if if the, the people's voice is so loud, the people are so strong that we can and we can force these corrupt politicians to do their damn job or get the hell out of our way mm-hmm. and do it peacefully. Okay. Well, I kind of look at it as like betting on a horse race and, um, there's two, two horses, you know, that they can run fast. There's another horse. You want that horse to win, but 
it hasn't uh, built up its speed yet. And mm. it's like maybe, like eventually, sure, it could the the other horse could build up its speed, but like if you're betting on that horse, then you're losing. But and, this is this is nothing like a horse race. Okay, well, I'm I'm just like trying to. Uh, no, I understand. I understand what you're trying to say, but you have to understand the reason why people think that way. The reason why I used to think that way. The reason why most people think that way is because we have been taught to think that way. We have mm-hmm. not been taught to think the proper way, which is we have the power. We've been taught that we, if you step up against the norm, you're the underdog and the people are not going to vote for you because we have told the people not to. And that's basically what's happening, right? They're telling you not to. They're telling you what you want to hear instead of you going out and doing what's best for you. And that's what's happening over and over and over again. Let me speak that real quick, too. So, James, like your example with the the horse and the betting thing, that's a problem because that's a bet. Right, so you shouldn't really necessarily look at it like a bet, because you know, because we're not winning, we're not going to win if we keep. Just because those other two you think are going to win, doesn't mean that you actually won. They won, okay. not you. So that okay, okay, winning in this scenario, it makes sense. Yeah, I understand that, but the thing is, it's like we know that. In, that between like Democrat and Republican, usually Republicans are going to be better. Like, um, I, yeah. okay. Um, I'm 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 all for building up. Uh, okay, but you you do like a- acknowledge that. Uh, things were better when Trump was president, right? Like compared to Biden, like he's fucking destroying this country. And um, Trump, sure, he wasn't perfect, but the economy was doing great. And people complain that like he didn't have Hillary Clinton arrested. And it's like, okay, um, I guess that kind of sucks. But I don't want, I'm not like so... um, interested in harming her and having her arrested that I'm like, um, that I don't care that the country suffers with a bad economy. Um, like for all I know, maybe he tried to, maybe he talked to some people and they were like, yeah, you know what? We can't do this. And he was just like, okay, well, I got to do something. I got to do something for the people. So I'm going to help the economy. And, um, sure. He's not ideal. But, hey, wouldn't you wouldn't you do that anyway to help the people, whether you got something that you promised done or not? I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Is to help the people? I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I mean, it, it, it's it's about helping the people. It's about what's doing best for your country. Yeah, and that includes the economy. I mean, the economy's part of it. And, and yeah, you and- never make promises that you're not sure that you didn't keep. And here's another thing. As a leader, a true leader of the people, if you find out information why you can't do something, there should be nothing that prevents you from stepping up to the American people and say, look, I couldn't do it because of this. The American people need to know. They need transparency. That's what we need. Yeah, I mean, sure. James, it would be. Uh, James, oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, no, you're good. No, you're good. I'm just going to put you back in the queue for now. You don't have to go anywhere. But we haven't heard from Cole or Robert yet. So let me, right. let me hit them real quick. Um, I do like, I like your questions. And I know this is things we have to answer. Um, it's challenging, right? So these things are very important. We had to discuss this, but what we had to understand is the manipulation that they've done to make us think this way. Remember, too, the people told Trump they wanted a third party. They have mm-hmm. huge profiles. They wanted the Patriot Party. He chose Republican Party. He didn't choose us. He's yeah. been choosing rhinos. He hasn't been choosing us. So okay, if I could just say one last thing. Go ahead. Um, like I'm, I think it's great to build a movement for another party. Um, but when it comes time for the race and like, you know, that your preferred party, like doesn't have a snowball's chance, sorry to say, like, you just kind of have to make the best of a bad situation. I mean, of the situation that you're in, like, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'll say it again, like ideally for me, uh, I'm a voluntarist. I'd rather have no rulers, no government. But, like, that's not a viable option. That's not something that I can vote for and make happen. So All what right. makes you think wait, that... Wait, 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 because he's got to go back and he's going to go in the queue real quick. So I have... I did have one more thing, but then I had to say, hold on a second. Um, <sighs> go ahead, Philip. I don't remember what I was going to say. So what makes you think that your... Our, I guess you were talking about our preferred party, which is technically not a party... Um, it's just the people, the American people, don't have a snowball chance in hell. Because you've been taught that. Over the years, you've been taught that. You've been taught that you can't go against the norm, that you have to go one way or the other, or you don't stand a snowball's chance in hell. And you better go for the lesser of the two evils. My question is, why does the evil even have to be an option? It's not because I've been taught that. It's because I know that there are that most people are going to support one thing or the other. Like I, the, the majority of people I don't think are ever going to be like, yeah, let's just, you know, have no government. I I mean, especially not like this time around. Like it's, do you know uh, that 42% of the registered voters are independent which means yes. they don't belong to any party, which is the overwhelming majority. 26% are Republican and 29% are Democrat. The other 42% are independent, which means they don't belong mm-hmm. to any party. Right. They don't have a home. Okay. But real quick, James, before I put you in the queue. But, but does that mean they're going to support yeah, we're my We're going to keep going back and forth in that little thing, and I, I want to make sure we have other people get to speak. But I want, to, I want you guys to think about this, too, before we pull Cole up over here. I want, dang it. Hey, I didn't, James, I pushed the wrong button. Come back to the queue. I'll, I'll add you. I, I meant to hit, put you in the queue, but at the wrong button. So sorry. Thank you. <laughs> um, so real quick, I want you all to think about this. I'm not going to assume that you're all Christians, right? Right. I'm, I'm not going to assume that, but a lot of people in this country are Christians. When we vote, we're making a decision. Do you think that God wants us to pick evil because it's lesser of the evils. I don't think so. I think, I think we should look at it that way too. Cause that's when someone says, well, are you going to vote for a Democrat or Republican? What if it comes down to Trump and Biden? Um, first of all, I'm, I'm voting for an independent person. Second of all, I'm not voting for them. Like when it came to Abbott and Beto, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. 
I'm not going to fall for the earthly things. I want to be up there with him eventually. I don't want to be stuck here. How you vote does is going to affect most likely your judgment day. That's a decision you've made. You've made a decision and you will be judged on our decisions. And I think we should think about that and be mindful. But these churches, <laughs> these churches are government right now. So they don't teach these things to people. They don't remind people of these things. And one more thing with the whole lesser of two evils. Republicans are okay with red flag laws, apparently. They're okay with getting rid of uh, telling you what kind of weapon you can and can't have. They're not going to say you can't have one. But Democrats are like, okay, let's figure out how we can take all your stuff away from you. So, which what is still your rights are being infringed on. You're still not winning. And the next piece is, too, when it comes down to abortion. Murder. One party says, hey, the baby he's crowning, you can kill it. The other side says, well, that's too far along. Let's do it eight weeks, 16 weeks. It's still murder. Think about that. Cole, go ahead and drop your gems, please. All right. Winning. Get later focused on the Constitution. Everybody, I can't repeat it enough. And, guys, we are the media. We are the resources. We got a camera. We got a microphone. We got everything. On our technology in our hands. So we have the power to report what is going on in our community. Um, and like we got to support candidates that are literally talking to the American people through Twitter and stuff, interviewed them like I did, Israel Cruz. Hopefully, hopefully me and Donnie can have a talk with them then. But, um, Great, you're so good. If that's why I am, but then keep talking about the constitutional right. Everybody need to be educated on it and stuff like that. And boy. Everybody needs to realize what we can do and how we can push the Constitution in our favor because the Constitution is in our favor, guys. And the declaration of independence is in our favor, guys. So we need to educate other folks around us in the community.
that we are living in and everywhere they go check out this constitutional class go learn about it because your rights are getting infringed on and everything like that we just need to be a hub of knowledge and that's what I think we are right now. Am I right, Donnie? You're right. And here's the thing, too. You know, Cole said we are the media. We are. Let me tell you right now. I think someone's told certain people not to share things I say. Because, obviously, it wouldn't be good part. And they'll go and like the post, but they will never repost anything. Um, because I feel like they can't, you know, because they have whoever they answer to. And so what we need, like I said, when we come to these, when we come to supporting people who are independents who actually are there to defend your rights, same thing. The people have to get behind and support it. Real quick on that note, I just checked the Know Your Rights um, show, and I want to thank Blondie and Cole for going ahead and subscribing already. We have 17 people in here um, that I can see right at the moment. 17. I would love to see 17 of you guys subscribe to it. It's nonpartisan. It's the Constitution. This is education. It's education. You can go back and listen to it. Um, what we're going to do is after we do the, the shows, the education part of it, then we come back over here and discuss what the education part was on each of these pieces. So I want to, I would love to see at least 15 more of you guys have to subscribe to it because education is important. You can download the links, you can copy them, text them, send them over to people. Um, you can maybe realize that you're my whole, oh, wow, I didn't know this. I didn't realize this was what this meant in the Constitution. So I'm going to put the effort together to do the education portion of this. So let's all work together to uh, help educate the nation. Because an ignorant nation nation is easy to rule. A smart nation is not. So go ahead, Cole. And all right. If anybody knows how to get it on your computer so I can using my laptop to talk and tune and stuff. Please message me how you did it and stuff because I know it's possible. Flamethrowers, who you need to talk to about that? Flamethrowers. Yeah, Robert. Yeah. Robert, let me know. Yeah, y'all shoot each other a DM on there. But let me, I'm going to go check and see um, the Know Your Rights thing. Let's see if anyone else did. Nope, no one's still subscribed besides those two that's listening right now. Philip, are you there? Yeah, sorry, I was chasing a baby around. She's eating popcorn or something. I was trying to make sure she wasn't eating something she wasn't supposed to. Sorry. So anyway, I do agree with Cole. Whenever Cole um, says that the people are the media, 
And it does come down to if we are going to, well, when we do get a third party elected, it's going to have to be for the people. I mean, the people's going to have to go out and do a lot of work and spread the, spread the news around and everything. It's like with me running, I've said before, I know I'm not going to get any mainstream media coverage. Um, so I just build a trailer and I'm hooking it up and I'm driving around the country and just meet people. You know, I have to understand why people, or, or not why people, but what people need. Because every area is different, you know. So, And, and I do know that we're not going to get a lot of media coverage unless we do it ourselves. And everybody's carrying a camera around nowadays. It's called your phone. So we have to work at it and do it ourselves. Yeah. That's what I am saying. We are the media guys. We are what we know in our communities. We can record it. Put the information together, put it on YouTube, put it on Rumble, put it on all platforms. So if they knock us down in one area, we are up in another area. So if we going to report on it, spread it far and wide. Because if we just do it in one place, guess what? It's going to get knocked down so easily. But when you're putting it up in like five different servers at one time, they're going to say, how can we take them down? Absolutely. Um, yes, I'll read some comments real fast, you guys. I'm getting behind on them. Radio for you, so thanks, Trey. Uh, sis- oh, okay, Diggy was referring to something that I think Radio was saying. Statistically speaking, you're wrong. The people did better under Dems until set up by Republicans to push their agenda. Um, Donnie, have you invited Travis to join us? Who's Travis? Is it our KK? KK Travis or who are you talking about? Um. Uh. Then we have. I believe I'm subscribed to this show. Yeah. It. What I'm. Okay. I put the link in the thing so y'all can just click on it and then hit subscribe if you don't know where to how to find it. But yeah, that's the education show. It's going to be at one o'clock on every Sunday. We're going to cover the first minute the first day. Um, so Joe Citizen said, holy shit, I just realized we have an emoji response, a thumb down one, <laughs> but I've never seen it until, until responses to each other. So literally just realized it was a choice on Colin. Yes, Colin, Colin has the best emojis. Twitter is so limited. Like how is Twitter so mega and big? They only have like four or five choices and they took the 100 away and get, left us a heart. Like, what? What is that? Yeah, yeah, Flame and Throw, I haven't told you about the show yet. Um, I put the link here in the live chat. You guys click on it. Get on there. Um, we're going to be having education. So, let's go ahead and hop over to Robert. Cole, thank you. I'm going to put you in the queue. Uh, Boom. 
it, okay, maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it's the app. I said, I told you to go to the queue, but come back up if you want to speak again. Robert, you're next. There you go. Go ahead, Robert. Okay. So uh, the thing is that in the, I know I mentioned before, but in the tech community since their early 2000s, we've been trying to tell uh, the world, hey, look what your governments are doing to you. But they were like, but people were like, uh, what are you scared of, nerd? You ain't got no, if you're not committing a crime, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Stop hyperventilating. Well, guess what? We were right the whole time, and it took Edward Snowden uh, breaking the law and moving to another country for for people to think that we weren't just a bunch of dumb computer nerds that were that were scared of scared of uh, porn stashes being found. You know, it, it's like. Uh, you know, not that I have one, but you know, the stereotype. But but it's uh, but just uh, but just now. Uh, I did. I did. I'm on the phone. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. For. For uh, 20 years, we've been telling the world this, but every thought, everybody thought we were a bunch of stupid nerds that just spent way too much time on the computer, and that's just not the case. We saw this, but, you know, what? what is it? But it's just sad that all this could have been prevented. What we tried to tell you all, that the Patriot Act was signed, and this is what it would do, Nobody believed us. Hey, guys. Are we there? Hello? I'm here. Okay. Where's Philip? I'm here. Okay, can you respond for me? Because um, uh, you guys know, I, just, I, I went to a different location and the neighbor came up and was asking me. You know how neighbors look out for each other? I heard him like, say, I'm on the phone and that's it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't get to hear what Robert said because I was, uh, the neighbor was checking on the area over here. <laughs> All right, do you, want, do you want me to start over? Yeah, real fast. Please. I didn't know Philip okay. wasn't paying attention. Okay. So, Sorry, you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I was saying that for the last, uh, for the last 20 years, we have been, we in the tech community have been trying to warn people, this is what your government is doing. But all these so-called patriots were like, well, you're just a bunch of computer nerds that just scared to find, have your porn stash found or something. What are you scared of? You ain't committing no crime. Well, guess what? Uh, everybody's committing a crime every day of the year. Ask a lawyer. But, you know, we in the tech community, we've been trying to... Nobody believed us until Edward Snowden came out. 
I am just one of many who has spoken out about the Patriot Act, the NDAA, uh, and the about the government's desire for FEMA camps and to purge people. You know, just now people are believing it. Alex Jones, he's been vocal for 20, uh, he's been vocal for a very long time. Just, uh, he's been vocal for almost two decades now, at least, because I think I read that since the 1990s or 80s, he's been speaking out, something like that. I mean, Alex Jones knows what he's talking about most times, you know, and, and I get his ads are annoying, but hey. I mean, he's got to make money, right? So, but the tech community has been trying to warn people, but, but yeah, we just, I guess we're just a bunch of computer nerds that watch too much porn and play video games, right? The, the old stereotype. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. And let's not forget. Oh yeah. We're just a bunch of, oh yeah. And let's not forget. We hate women too. We'd rather have a video game controller than talk to a woman, according to the stereotype. But that's but that's just not true. Many of us have always been patriots. Do you know you know cryptocurrency was founded by people who didn't believe in the fiat banking system. They were so tired of inflation destroying our country. Uh, encryption. It was designed by people who didn't want the government in their private, uh, a combination actually, that RSA was designed by the government for military purposes. PGP was created by, by tech nerds that were tired of the government snooping in everything and wanted a method to encrypt something that the government doesn't have a back door to. So PGP encryption does not have a government backdoor, but RSA does. Um, you know that SSL encryption they keep talking about? The government has a backdoor to all of it. So so if you're trying to hide from the government, don't use SSL, period. Uh, but, but all these technologies, like BleachBit, that was designed by privacy advocates. The Linux community is full of privacy advocates and people who 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 you you're you might never see their faces but the things that they program are for the good of the for the good of the people so tech communities the tech communities deserve some respect act on the name hey man whenever you have a tech problem you, who do you? What department do you contact? I call the the flamethrower department. Yes, and you know what's so crazy too? Like honestly, some of the funnest people, my favorite people that I worked with, were the tech guys. Like when I was uh, working for a software company, I was friends mainly with the developers more than anyone else. They, we can have like we had great conversations. So smart, and um, they're they're still my friends. Even the, the, you know how sometimes you have a job, right? And then you leave and no one wants to talk anymore, but y'all are best friends and you work there, right? Well, <laughs> the, the tech people say you're friends and they look out for you. Um, so those are the people I ask for recommendations for other jobs and stuff, you know? So it's like, whoa, wait a minute. The salesperson has a tech person as one of her references. Heck yeah. You guys are awesome. 
and you guys will say nice things about me. And because I, I, I talk to you guys, a lot of times people treat you like you treat y'all like you're invisible and uh, expect you guys to just be like jump hoops for them. So like, yeah, put some respect on their names. But definitely, um, the, the warnings are here. We're here right now having these discussions because we're warning everybody. Like, they were, we're, hey guys, let's take a step. Let's stop for a second. We're doing the same thing over and over again. That's not working. Got to do something else. So, who is next? Blonde, did you want to say anything else? Let me throw you back over here. Let's see if this works this time. There he goes. Here's Blondie. Go ahead, Blondie. Yeah, sorry for a little bit of the noise. Let me go to my room. Um, You know what? I I agree with Flamethrower. I'm also in the tech sector and getting back in. As I told you, I do caregiving, but I've done done, uh, the tech sector as a network tech. PC tech. So I understand exactly what Flamethrower was talking about. Like, I didn't know the brother was into Linux. That's uh, what I usually use. In fact, yeah, I could vouch for what he says big time. Uh, if it wasn't for techs, network, all these nerds that everybody takes for granted, we wouldn't have the great, the great technology you guys are using right now. You, you, have, to, you have to understand this, Don. This is how we see it. This is the tech world. You guys are just passing by, the users, the consumers. You, Phil, John, Jet, everybody, the consumer, you guys are passing by. This world belongs to us, the, the techs, the network engineers, the, the programmers, okay? That's how we see the world. Not to be offensive, but basically, I have to be thankful for all the tech work that was done 30, 40, 50 years ago from Apple to Bill Gates, unfortunately, as bad as he is now, and Dell, and all those great companies. Why? Because we have what we have now, because of those foundations. Going all the way to Grace Hopper back in the 50s when she worked in the Navy, uh, making the programming language called COBOL, an example. Linux from a guy from Finland by the name of uh, Torvald, Linux Tor- Linus Torvald. He's not American. He's almost like Tesla. He's almost like uh, Elon Musk. It's like, uh, like almost like the original Nikola Tesla that came in the in 19, early 1900s to America. He brought his great idea, and this is where he flourished. These great immigrants that, that come, technologically savvy, high intellectuals, look what they're doing. I wish you guys were like that in politics, believe it or not. There's a correlation now that we're talking about parties and not having parties and all that and being independent. It's always the independents that are making things happen. So if you guys were like that, honestly, and I do believe you are, at least vociferously in your intellectual process and how you communicate, you guys could be like like those techs, you know. You're going. It's basically the salmon uh, rushing against the going against the rushing waters. I had the privilege of working years ago in Alaska, and I saw that for myself because I we were doing the fisheries and we saw all the salmon come in. But when I found out how the salmon comes in, so you have to look at yourself as the salmon in those rapid rushing cold uh, sweet water. You're coming out of sea, and you're going into the storm of the water against it. And who would, who, who would imagine that the salmon could do that until it gets home and it's able to reproduce or the spawning process of the fish? You guys are like that, like the salmon. You're going against the tide of the, the tide would be the wave of, of politics that would tell you, no, you cannot do it. No, you will not do it. And in the middle of the, of that, of that stream that's gushing water against you, you're going opposite that. 
you have bears, you have lions, you have all sorts of creatures that are rapacious that live off the incoming fish, and they know the season when they come in. What would be the season? The political storm, the political season right now. So, so far, the, the, uh, any, anybody in the tech field using that metaphor too, we go against that. Like what, what Flamethrower said earlier, I think it was Robert, um, regarding, uh, PGP and SSL and all that. Well, guess how, how do you, how did you think that, uh, Edward Snowden, the one that, that had to snitch whistleblow on the government, uh, overreach and lack of privacy and violating people's rights? How was he able to do it through open source licensing software, PGP? You know, that's, that's why PGP, the open source software is a big danger to the, to the government. It's funny. They use it because they learn about it, but it's the ones that really use it are the people behind scenes, the developers and users of Linux, open source material. You know, that's unfortunately also yeah, terrorists yeah. use it. Definitely. So, I want to I hit, okay, two things you said, like the, the wave. We're uh-huh. going up against the red wave and we're going up against the blue wave, right? And then also we've built a relationship with Charlie who's normally in here sometimes. He works for Colin. And like whenever we need help and I message him, he's really good due diligence. He's so helpful. Um, so you guys, I uh, guess definitely uh, tech guys, don't leave them hanging. They've done a lot for this country, a lot for us. And um, yeah, I wanted to hit those two things. I wanted to point out that Charlie you all see him in here. That he, I believe he's a, 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 a developer or the tech guy or something because he's always in here. Whenever we need help with something, we can, yes, F the waves. I love the fight. <laughs> Sound like a surfer. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Charlie's normally in here and he's, I guess, the tech guy because whenever we have issues or problems, we go to him and he stays on the show for the most part for a really long time, for most of the time. And, like I said, I don't know if he likes what we talk about, but he's in here the whole time and he helps us. So definitely. And I think um, B fell. And I, I didn't do that. So let's get back to James. Hopefully uh, Phil will be back by then too. Let me also go ahead and check these comments real quick. Hold on. A lot of corporate people look at us as the help, but we're the bolts keeping everything together. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cardinal says, I'm going to go check out the Pang Learn Discord chat on Dawkins, atheism, etc. Happening now. Be back. Traitor. <laughs> Traitor. Bob, I got to leave. Nice talking to you guys. I have a class now in 10 minutes. Awesome. Thank you for coming in and subscribing to the, um, the education um, show. But go ahead, James. Okay. Are, are you dreading having me back, Donnie? Because <laughs> I'm going to challenge you. If I wouldn't be doing this if I was weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I really appreciate you um, willing to be challenged. Um, and on that note, <laughs> you, you uh, referred to, like, the Republican Party as the lesser of two evils. Now, as a voluntarist, should I look at independence as the lesser of three evils? Or when they become a viable option, 
Should I look at them as being something that is making the best of the situation that I'm in? That is, if that other viable option isn't evil, then it's not the lesser of two evils. But like I said, I want to get rid of the whole party system in general. I think any party that comes along in the future will be corrupted. That's just human nature. Evil is always going to exist. And it will always kind of sneak its way into something that's good. So that that's my answer for you. Okay, I think I, I missed the, the first part of that. But, okay, so... <laughs> Let's say that there's so, Republican. So I'm sorry, go ahead. If we can't deem a third party as evil, if they're not evil, if only if they are actually evil, then, then they're evil. But like I said, the solution, a major issue that we're having in this country are the parties. So we can have a new party that can start off good, have good intentions, but people infiltrate. Evil always wants to infiltrate good things and mess it up. That's, that's always what happens. So I think what we can do is get rid of the party system altogether. No parties. Uh, all right. Just but individuals who are running for particular seats. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And all that right. also has the old money. Democrat and Republican Party have a lot of old money. They've been around for over 100 years. Democrats are going on 200 years. Okay. But from a, a voluntarist perspective, anybody that wants to uh, be in a position of power over us is an evil thing. So, like between um, Democrat, Republican, and Independent, it, it would, I could look at it as like the lesser of three evils, or I could look at look at it as like, you know, I can make the I can uh, do make the best of the situation I'm in and and pick one. When I ran for office, I okay, did not can I answer that one? Afternoon. Um, real quick. Um, the, when I ran for office, I just wanted to rule people. I, I ran to represent people. You're not supposed to, the government's not supposed to rule people. So the people are supposed to be in charge. So if you have, if these people have the mentality of ruling over you, that's how we lose. All right. Uh, well, Phil, I, I want to hear what you wanted to say. Okay, so just because somebody steps up has a job for you and it just so happens to have a position with a power does not mean that they want to roll over you. All right? That's not what that means. Some people are genuine and just want to make a difference. I'm going to use myself as an example. I genuinely care about people. But what do I care? Let me tell you who I care more about than you or anybody else in this room. So a position of power means nothing if I can't make a difference and make a future for my children. And no matter how hard I work at a business with the way this country is going down now, no matter what I can provide, it's nothing. So I chose to step up and make a difference for everyone because it affects my children. And it will okay. affect my grandchildren. You okay. Um, it, unless you're, unless as a representative, your, your positions are like you're going to eliminate all taxes 
and you're going to eliminate all laws, then that is oppositional to voluntarism. I'm going to eliminate any unconstitutional law and any unneeded taxes. Because if you like driving down a smooth road, the American people pay for it. There has to be some kind of tax implicated. If you like having power and infrastructure. Private roads. Yeah, come on now. You ever drove down private roads? You you really think that's going to work? Yes. Look. What you want to do is going to turn into mob rule. You're going to have people that stand at the end of their crowd and pay me a toll, or you're not coming down my road. I guarantee it. I mean, it is what it is. Look. Would you do that? A fairy tale and a, no, I wouldn't do it, but I also wouldn't pay to drive down your road. Neither would I. And so what does that mean? We don't go nowhere? Um... No, I think you are making the assumption that I think you're making the assumption that I'm saying everybody is just going. Okay, judge says that we already have rule, and I agree with him. Um, and he (laughs) mentions the private roads in Dallas. We have. You sound a robot. I want you to repeat yourself because you sound clear. I don't want us to miss what you're saying. So you're starting to sound like a robot. So I want you to be clear because I can hear you clear now. When you were talking in those few sentences, I couldn't understand you because it sounded robotic. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully I sound better now. But um, Ice Judge was mentioning the private roads in Dallas and, and that. Um, we already have mob rule. I mean, basically voting for voting for people is basically mob rule. Um, that and I think that you're making assumptions that like people are just going to I mean, your assumptions that people are just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to hold a gun and stand in my road like and wait for people and make them pay me like who's going to who's going to have all that much time to do that? Like and, and you said that you wouldn't do that. I said that I wouldn't do that. Like, so we're going to know, like some people are OK to be around and some people are assholes. Like, that's just the way that the world is like. I, I I don't think that we need to be ruled over that the idea that we need rulers and stuff. Uh, I think it's just I, I, I find it ridiculous. You do realize that the only way anyone in our government has power is if we give it to them. The reason why they have the power that they have is because we've allowed them to do it. Yeah, I, I have people talk like this to me literally every day, and they don't understand it. They have the power. Mm-hmm. We have the power. That's why we are a constitutional republic. We have the power. We have the power to say who we want, being the heads, our voices. They are not rulers unless we allow them to rule over us. They now, work I want for everybody us. to be individual voices. That's impossible. There's too many I people. Mean, but there's, there's just too many people. I mean, it would turn into, it would, 
it would turn into complete anarchy and mob rule. And another thing that I think a lot of people don't take in consideration, what are you going to do whenever a foreign power decides to come over here and everybody's an individual voice and you've got some people that don't want to get involved, some people that agree with them, some people that don't, some that want to do this, some that we want to go that lay in now. a hole somewhere in the ground. We have that we now, have but that we now. do have a we have a screwed up entity which is ruling over us, which should not because we allow them to, they can still stand firm and say, don't come on this land. We will not have that without some heads, some some image of the American people, the voice of the American people. We, you, you can't, you just can't possibly do it. Do you think we could defeat China if we were that way? Um, and you think they wouldn't come yes. after us? See, when back, I can't remember exactly what year it is, but the Chinese president, he said that uh, they could never win a war against America because there would be a gun behind every blade of, every blade blade of, blade grass. of grass. That's exactly and right. That you know what? China, China has grew a lot more since the 30s and 40s. A lot more. Okay. They have capability. They have capabilities that we just won't have. It's one thing whenever you fly a prop plane over somebody and then crash into them like Japan would with the kamikaze pilots. It's another thing when you got to stand toe to toe with somebody and combat them. But they'll just blow us up, and we have nothing to protect that to, to protect us from it. So the only way that what you're talking about would work is for the whole world to be that way, not just one country. Um, I, I don't know. I disagree. Uh, like you're, you're operating under, under the assumption that it wouldn't work. Like when it, when these things have worked in the past, like, uh, there's been, uh, in Ireland a long time ago, like, sure. <laughs> um, I don't, you could say that government doesn't work too. Like we're we're seeing how our government is failing right now, and <laughs> and to say that just because Real quick. Real quick. Oh, go ahead, Donnie. I'm gonna say here's Charlie. Hey Charlie, we'll talk about the tech people and how important they are. Um, and I see you're in here. You may not you did not hear it because you were not here, but we want to thank you for your services. <laughs> but go ahead, James. <laughs> Okay, I'm. <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought, but um, I'm sure that there would be. I'm sure that there would be uh, better ways for us to be uh, for us to be governed. Um, but the but the whole point of me bringing up the volunteerism stuff is is that. Any kind of governance is oppositional to the idea of voluntarism. And so, like, I mean, you said a couple of times, like, looking at the parties of, as lesser of two evils. And I just said that it's like um, that looking at an independent, I could call that the lesser of three evils. Or I could, in either scenario, say that I'm going to make the best of the situation that we're in. But anyway, like, I'll, I'll just leave it there. I want to say I kind of understand where you're coming from, for sure. 
when it comes to like taxes, um, being forced to pay for something, I actually have, a, I have thought about this idea too, where if the people want something, then they'll pay for it. Is that, is that kind of where you're coming from there? Like, so we can, as people like, Hey, we need to fix this road. This is how much it's going to cost. You take a vote on it. And then we fix the roads. Yes. We can voluntarily work together. And we can voluntarily pay for things that we want and we, and we need. I gotcha. Okay. So the, I see what you're saying. I think that I, I think that could work locally. Yes, definitely. But like um, when it comes to uh, this fun, funding in the military in this country, this one piece of it, other things, uh, they spend a lot of money, guys. They spend a lot of money they don't need to be spending money on. Now, and, what does Switzerland do, though? They they um they have it so that everybody is armed. They have they mm-hmm. have it so that it's like a law that everybody has to be armed. But I don't think it's necessary that we have have it have to be a law, though. Absolutely. If you don't want to participate in your freedoms and your rights, then that's your choice. But no one should be telling someone else they can't. Um, and I think this, I think James would agree with that, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so um, Jet is in the building. I'm going to pull Jet over. James, do you want to stay in the queue? Um... I don't know. I I think I think I've said enough for today. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, of course. And then that's why we have to have these conversations. That's why I call it a community thing because things we're going to agree on and disagree on, but I think we can come to some solutions and co- conclusions together. And I see where you're coming from, James. And I and I actually think that that's actually more beneficial. If the people don't want to put their money where their mouth is, then don't we ain't gonna pay for it. Eventually, if it's that bad, they're gonna pay for it. So I, I see where you're coming from with that. But um, James, I appreciate you for taking your time to come up here and speak with us. I'm checking the Know Your Rights channel. I see 11 folks. Let's see who. Joe Citizen, thank you. Cardinal is gone, but thank you. Lindsay Walker, thank you so much. Wanderer. Robert. Cole. Charlie. Actually, I actually think Charlie was my first follower. Thank you. Over there. But um, Blondie. So all you guys who uh, are listening, who went over there, I appreciate you. I'm going to throw it back in the chat so y'all can add it. And we're going to get to Jet. Un momento, por favor. There you go. All right, Jet. What's up? Drop some gems. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Uh, My bad for coming in late. Just got out of class and I just heard James uh, talk about... Uh, in regards to having a ruler over us and anybody as a volunteerist um, ruling over, uh, I, I guess, our, a society or, or a group of people or any anybody is wrong. And I agree with you on that note, bro. Uh, I also, I like to take everything back to scripture and uh, clarify a couple of things. I don't know who likes or who believes in, you know, the scriptures, but I like to bring it back to that. And I bring it back to when, but right before the people had the first King, you know, King Saul and just uh, the, how I guess we were given the, uh, the permission to have a, a ruler 
in that sense over us is because the the people actually asked for one they were tired of i guess god speaking to them directly you know because i'm not a scholar so i can't bring up all the super fine details but you um a lot of people i I mean you got individuals like you yourself james that don't you know see the idea of a of a ruler you know being able to rule over us or or even want that but at the same time just like when you're talking with philip about the the whole highway thing uh believe it or not man you still got those people that are very anal about who will uh, anything about theirs and so you would have those people that would actually stand on the side of that part of their road and actually, I mean, you said who would have that time. You you went out. Jet, paging one, two, three. Thought, but go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty much done. No, repeat. No, repeat, please. The last part, because it was complete silence for like, 10 seconds okay yeah all right well the last part was just uh explaining when like i said bringing everything back to scripture of uh you know clarifying for james i don't know if you're uh, a believer or not or even like to bring things back to that but just clarification i know i know you didn't ask when or who uh, decided we wanted a ruler but it was actually all of us we you know as a human nature we we wanted someone to rule over us because we got tired of the lord speaking to us directly and handling us directly. I mean, before in the Old Testament, during that times, before King Saul, we, we, we used to be commanded directly by the Lord. And, you know, I, like, again, I'm not a scholar, so I can't really describe to you like the ins and outs of how it would really have been. But apparently from what I know so far without like getting too verbatim is that his voice is like, is like a roaring of thunders and 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 like a raging sea and i could only imagine hearing that all like everybody in unison hearing that at once being told do this do that and so in that factor it's not only overwhelming but it was fearful amongst the people when god was directly speaking to us so we asked god it was i forgot the prophet at the time uh i believe it was either daniel or elijah or not elijah but um, they, he was the one that uh, administered all the people together and had Saul in front of a couple of the other, like uh, a couple of the other young males at that, uh, that fit in his age group around the time. And Saul, he had him stand shoulder to shoulder and he showed the people and he was like, who here? Uh, Reference his stature. He was taller amongst everybody. And, and um, you know, he just, he just had a, a look and physique, I guess, that the people liked. You know, there's more details. And, and like, forget I'm not a scholar. But also, after that, um, God was mad, and he actually told the prophet to tell the people, wh- uh, like, why why I'm, like, angry that you would ask for a leader over, over you when I've been your leader. I've been your leader, and you asked to put another person who's a human, just like you yourselves, over you. And, and so he told the prophet to tell after, after they saw who was going to be the leader, the king, the first king of Israel, he, um, he, he told them what require, what is going to be required to actually have a king. And he was like, they're going to take all of your, your, your best vineyards and they're going to take all your, uh, your, your strongest males. So any family who had sons that were strapping, you know, uh, strapping and, and big and healthy. He was going to take all of them for his soldiers. He was going to take your, uh, your, 
your prettiest daughters and all that. He gave he ran down the list of everything that is now required of the people to sacrifice to sacrifice in a sense for a king to be ru- uh, ruling over them. And so in that sense, uh, what it boils down to when people are reading that scripture or that passage in the Bible, um, a lot of things that uh, if you're in a Bible study or whatnot, they refer back to as a, a certain type of thinking point is that um, people did that for a means to be, uh, I guess, a little bit more lazy, a little bit more comfortable, uh, have a little bit less responsibility. So no matter if if the, the person, I like how they said it on, you know, movies are revealing and on Men in Black, the very first one, uh, Tommy Lee Jones says it to Will Smith. He goes, yeah, the person's smart, but people are stupid. He was like five minutes ago, you uh, you know, five or five a thousand years ago, we thought the world was flat. And then 500 years ago, we thought we were the center of the world. And, and he was like, just five minutes ago, you thought you were alone on this planet. Just think what you could know tomorrow. And so uh, I, I like to say also, you know, it's a common thing. Common sense isn't common. So you could we could not have all these laws in place and not have, abolish taxes and and. and and you would see complete chaos, but at the same time, th- certain things. That's why I'm not completely destroyed the whole system because the system is not what's was what bad. We have certain compartment, and certain things are compartmentalized to the max to where there's uh, a, a room for corruption. Yeah, that needs to change, and as well as the certain leaders that will speak a good game but do another thing behind closed doors. That's that's another thing that needs to change. But as far as like um, locally uh, getting together and, and figuring out what's necessary to be paid for by by the taxpayers and all that, I'm with you on that. And and I, be, I believe that that definitely could happen at a local level. But I don't know about anything as far as like nationwide. That would be a little bit difficult to get everybody on a one track mind. And that's that's what we come back to, that it's it's hard to get everybody at least on on a handful of topics on a one track mind i mean you you get it you get 10 uh grave topics that are are uh, big big things going on in the world right now and think how long it takes uh for people to come to a conclusion on one of those things so you know and i think we just gotta keep in mind of where we all coming from and i i heard people talk about the i guess I much respect that, you know, y'all are, y'all are very dangerous as well. So don't, don't piss off anybody who can, who can mess with your computer. Cause, uh, that's, that's another, story. but uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Uh, Philip, do you want to add anything before we get over to Cole and Robert? And after Cole and Robert, we're going to hop off unless you decided to grab a mic. We'll keep the party rolling. But if not, after Cole and Robert, we're going to shut this down. Go ahead, Philip. What's up, Jet? How you doing, brother? You doing good? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just now getting all these. You probably hear all that metal banging. I've been sheet metal apprentice, so I got to get all these projects in the house. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> uh, I hear you. Well, keep keep up the good work. Look, you guys, um, I'm going to have to go. Um, I've got daddy duties. Um, and, and for the ones of you that prayed that I didn't have a duty diaper to change, it wasn't a duty diaper. Thanks for sending them up there. Um, I'm sorry I got to go, but my kids come first. You guys have a great night, and I'm sure I'll be around tomorrow. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Sheila hasn't spoken yet, so Sheila's going next. Hello, Sheila. 
Hey, lady, I just want to drop in and say hello. I'm happy you did. Hey, I love hey. it. Because it's always men. Where the ladies at? It's always it's always me and men. <laughs> well, I mean, politics is, is uh, sometimes it's just not, uh, ladies don't, like, dig it. They think that politics is about taking out the garbage, and they don't do that. But I take out the garbage in my house, so I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and so, drop some gems for us. Oh, well, I just wanted to give you an update. Uh, there was this guy, Greg Abbott, who happens to be running Texas, uh, that did make good. He put those folks on a bus that were coming over the Rio, and he put them on a bus, and now they're in D.C. That happened. That happened. You know what else happened? Um, the conversation that we had the other day between you, me, and Philip was oddly interesting to someone. It turns out I was listening to the ag secretary talk about water table business and the environment and year round growing the ag secretary that is uh, running for as the Democrat for office is suddenly very interested and uh, this border stuff and some of the stuff that, that we were discussing on this program started, it was like talking points falling out of her face. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, state here for, you know, between us, you know, the witnesses that they can't just bite off of these talking points and then go do nothing because that's what they do. The Democrats don't do Jack Diddley and, that's the that's the best they do when it's worse. They're coordinating with narco interests in Mexico. They're making it easy for them to come into the country and kill people with fentanyl. That's what they're doing right now. They don't have a different policy. That's why they're laying the train tracks down and just letting whomever the coyotes want come in uninterred. They stand for crime. They stand for punishment by criminals and criminal people being able to do whatever they want. Just look at Seattle. Just look at Seattle. Rape is now like open season. I just, I just got done watching Tucker Carlson and, and it's like, I just moved away from there and it's like, I feel like I was yanked out of the fire. So um, it, it, that's what they stand for. They stand for crime and coordinating with narco interest in Mexico. That's what they, that's what I totally believe. That's what my eyes and my experience tell me. So when their ag secretary suddenly jumps up and starts talking like, you know, we're on this. We got this. Come fund me. I don't think so. I think Philip and you should start going door knocking and demanding dollars like right now today. So that's that's what I wanted to tell you. I just wanted to come out and tell you. I, I appreciate that. You know, I do know that people don't people who don't follow me, they do listen. And I'll meet them like, oh, they know who I am. Oh. How do you know who I am? You're not even following. How do you know who I am? And they'll they'll listen to the things I say. I noticed when I did run for office, uh people's talking points changed when I came into the, the scene. But um yeah, the, the people bite off stuff and they don't give credit where credit's due in a certain sense. I don't really care about the credit part, though, but 
they do listen to us. They do see that that you know what we're trying to do, and it's it's dangerous. Now, I, I honestly, like I said, I've been targeted ever since I did run for office. So, um, on the Abbott piece, though, those illegals are still here in America, though. So, and when I I read you all this, I every I'm gonna think a lot of episodes I've read the Texas Constitution where it says that the governor does have authority to use a militia if there's an invasion. But instead of doing that, he decided to send them to D.C., where there's a high um, human trafficking, sex trafficking area, high crime area. They just you're just contributing to that instead of doing what the Constitution and the state says. And I understand, uh, Sheila, like sometimes it's exciting, especially if you come from Washington to Texas. I mean, it may seem like, oh, my gosh, it's so much better. It, it probably is a lot better here <laughs> compared to Washington. Now, y'all have melon voting only up there. <laughs> but. The, the, it, honestly, it's political theater. Because if he really cared about actually doing something about the issue, he would have used the Texas Constitution, called it an invasion, an invasion, and did what he did. But he didn't. He's been in office for 26 years and doesn't know this. He does. He just chose not to. So did you call him? Did you? I'm just. I'm just checking. Did you I call called, him and ask him? I I called him back when he was okay with the mask mandates in the grocery stores. If you do not call you back, Ted Cruz, his inbox, uh, if you call him, um, you'll get to the voicemail box is full. So did, did you write to him in demand? Did you did you write to him? I have written to him before and demanded, but just they don't reply because we're not the okay. ones funding them. Well, did you write to Ken Paxton and tell him uh, tell him the constitution? Did you did you tell him the constitution? I did not write to Kim Paxton and tell him the Constitution. Actually, I can't say I dislike Kim Paxton, but he did endorse Greg Abbott and all that stuff because they know how Republicans work and operate. But I don't really see Kim Paxton too much as a bad guy. So nah. I, don't give lot, I don't give him a lot of hell. Yeah, you know what? He He's the lawman of the state. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in that guy because mm-hmm. he actually does stuff. So... You know, yeah, try if you, just try him. You know, I'm you not talking me, party here. I'm saying, you know, that that's a person who actually gets off their their took us and does something. So well, he's the reason why that one chick was arrested for the the cheating in Texas. The big story that came out with Project Veritas with that Rodriguez chick. Mm-hmm. He's the reason. But I can't. I haven't. I don't jump on Ken Paxton's bones and it's go after him because what I have seen, he's been doing the <laughs> job. Uh, yeah, I've been doing the job. I'll come after Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz and John Cornyn. And I'll come after everyone else. But like, I, I I don't really jump Ken Paxton's bones. But at the end of the day, the governor and the constitution has the authority to do that. So, and in and in Arizona, they have an Arizona has a Republican as a governor, and then both of them decide to point the finger only at Biden. Yes, Biden is the reason why these people are crossing the border. But you guys have the power to stop it. Yeah, they've just chosen not to. I actually went and read te- um, Arizona's constitution on the invasion part, and it's very similar to ours. I think you should just go tell them the constitution, Don. I mean, honestly, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go to Austin. We're gonna make we're gonna try to make it out of us. Hey, you guys, I'm still here. Can I make a quick statement? Go ahead. I, I seen Sheila, so I stayed on to listen, and I wasn't oh, going to speak because I got daddy duties. But I got to tell you this: little insider information time. You ready? Okay. Yes. Those people that were scheduled to go to D.C. were already scheduled to go to D.C., and it's just political theater. And why the hell didn't he do it 
a long time ago. Oh. And if you ever want proof, I'll prove it to you. That's yeah, one good what? thing about being I, a, presi- a presidential something. candidate. People mm-hmm. talk to you. Yep. Okay, Philip. You know what? I got your back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I really do have to go. So you guys have a good night. Sheila, it was good talking to you again. All right. Good it's talking always, to you, It's always good to have Sheila up here. She, she drops gems. And, you know, <laughs> but I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, people, like I said, like, I was being praised for a long time for stuff. And I'm like, what? No. And Texans are like, No. No, we don't want Abbott anymore. So we tried primary him out. Mm. I don't. I think he. I think he won, but I don't think he won by the margins that they said he won by. Okay. He okay. annihilated everyone. I don't believe it. I think that's a mental game, kind of like Twitter when they censor people. How they take your followers away, they take your likes and views away. It's kind of like a mental thing to make people think that okay, maybe the majority does actually want this. The only reason then, why I can hang in on Twitter is because I've got like maybe eight followers. And that's it. And I, and I do it just so I can talk to like Elon Musk and talk to my my senators <laughs> online. And I'm not I'm not dropping anything. Like I I just I just get on there and roast. You know I just I just say outrageous stuff. But I only have eight followers, so they're not coming for me. I don't know how people who only have eight followers who've been shadow banned. I don't know. But with me, like, it's heavy. Like, I had 60,000 followers before. Oh, girl. And it, I and never it, even it, touched that. Not even. I didn't know. I didn't think I would ever do that in my lifetime, honestly. But then um, after they removed Trump and they removed all these accounts, they took me down to 34,000. And I worked back up to 48,000. So... This, this 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 thing is with this stuff they do this on purpose it's a kind of like a they want you to think oh maybe these people actually agree with this because this person has so many followers or so many people are liking and retweeting something it's on purpose we need to have an open algorithm so we can see exactly what they're doing with these I people agree. and the thing Would about some like people to... who are the right who don't lose their accounts but they're the the bigger the big heads some of them don't lose their accounts there's a reason for it okay Okay, and I'm sure that you you have details on that. Would you like to come on to the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast and discuss those reasons with us? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay, I'm down. Okay, let's do that because you want, I'm, I'm like kind of like next Princess week? AI. Go ahead. You want to do it next week? Next yeah, week? Yeah, we can do it next week. Okay, let's put me on your calendar um, next week. And as long as it's not 7.30, as long as it's before 7.30, we can do it. Okay, we're going to do it Monday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Is that good? Deal. I'll do okay. that for you. You're amazing. Oh, All right. <laughs> My guest, right. Donnie, of the Constitutionalist. You're a yes. fuck girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Do you want to stay in the queue? Do you want to be a speaker? What do you want to do? Um, oh, you know what? I mean, we're good. You know, I, I should let James talk. He just jumped in. So I just want to drop in and, and you know, do the Abbott bomb and then get off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. I was ready. Okay, cool. Bye. Hey, Cole. I'm going to pull you up, then Robert, then James, and then we're going to call it a night.
So let me blow up Cole. Hey, Cole, I'm going to look at your profile real quick. I'm going to see if you have a show on this uh, on this thing. You do. I'm going to subscribe. I didn't know you had. Okay, you have two shows that, that have the same picture. Truth. They both say truth. Did you mean to have two shows? They say the same thing. Yes, that doesn't mean anything because that's what I'm talking about. The truth that is coming out. Okay, getting back to basics. One second, let me check that one. Yeah. They both say the same thing. So I'm going to follow the one that has the most subscribers on it. You might want to delete the other one so people aren't confused. Yeah. But I just subscribe to you so I can, yeah, you need an episode. I'll come on and speak if you want me to. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, those two, I was talking the other time nobody came in. So, there was no dialogue at all. Can you, can, you, can you repeat that one more time, please? Oh, 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 well, nobody came in to call in or nothing on my show, so they were super quick. They were super quick because nobody came in. Do me a favor, Cole. Um, shoot me. Shoot me. Um, I'm going to give you my number, by the way. I'll, I'll message my number later. Um, shoot me a message so we can schedule and we can do it together. Yeah. So let, let's do that. We can talk about, um, we can title it uh, We Are the Media. Oh, uh, that. That is a good name for it. I need to change set of tricks with Yardy Media. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then what you can do is, as long as it's before 7.30, let's say like 5.30 or something, then I can come on and do that with you, because I do have a commitment to 7.30 with you guys. Alrighty. Do you want to add anything else? Um... Also, I was listening to the border thing versus Texas and um, what is the outside? Come on, Tartori. Oh, a Tori. I don't want what's her name. A tutorial, right? A tutorial, Texas. I was listening it on Good earlier, and like, boy, why did they pull the trigger right now instead of twenty months ago? Why, guys? Why did they wait till almost May of 2022? Why did they? 
Because it's election year. That's why Cole. <laughs> no, I mean, we know why, but why did they wait this long? Because they could pull this trigger a lot sooner than they did. But yeah, it, I think the fact that in election year they're going to be doing certain things because it's election year. So, yeah. Not do nothing this whole time. And then when it comes time to campaign, and then they want to highlight themselves and use the news and the media doing saying certain things about them as part of their campaign so they don't have to pay for extra, actually campaigning. Exactly. So. Flamethrower, if you want to help me out with getting so I can do this on my computer, so that will be helpful. And let the car. You and Robert inbox each other on that. Um, but also, what? I don't want to volunteer Robert's services, but like, just definitely hit him up and see what y'all can do to work that out. Yes, and also let the Constitution rain on people. What? Cool. Cool. Let the knowledge. And to these people, sorry, somebody was, my grandpa was calling in. Um, um, so let's rain the knowledge on all of these people, brothers, build people up and start to like, Recognize the good in our constitution and figure out how we can gain more people. Yeah, we're, we're going to keep working hard to do that. And how can we hit the college campuses and stuff like that? Are you asking how we can hit the college campuses? Yes, and ask them the questions about the Constitution. Okay, definitely. So here's, okay, you'll be kind of fun. I don't, I have an idea and I want to share it. Someone might, okay. Um, remember I said it right here, right now. I think Cole, you just gave me an idea. You know, when they go to the campuses and they kind of just basically point out how People don't know the Constitution. It's kind of like, ha-ha, they're dumb, right? We got to stop doing that. That doesn't really help. It doesn't change anything. It kind of makes us look like jerks. So we go and ask questions, and if they don't know the answers, we say, you win a prize. You missed at least one question. Here's a Constitution for you. Because, like, we got to start having uh, pamphlets of Constitution with us, or at least eventually I will have the Constitution. All that's on my website, too. I'll give you all a link. And they can just go to the website and have a link to read the Constitution. But, like, instead of, like, 
I don't see, I see them making fun of people, but I haven't seen them produce a solution after they make fun of people. In a sense, like the people who are asking questions, answering questions genuinely online um, on these videos, and then they get made fun of by like, you know, people who are like, ha ha, you don't know what you're talking about. But like, okay, then what did you do to make sure they would know afterwards? We can be different by where we don't make fun of people. And we can be like, you know what? You won a prize. You missed at least one question. So here's a constitution for you. And then um, here's my website and stuff. Let's keep connected so we can help each other understand together. I think a lot of the grievances that you do have have already been addressed in the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence. And I think that would be more effective than making fun of people only on these videos. Yes, and like Donnie, we did uh, that's 10 years younger than you and I am pretty much on the transit because I, I can't think of how I can go at it. Like, how can we go at it like as a tactical resource or how can we go at it? What questions do we ask first to these people? What questions should we ask? Well, that's something we'll have to like plan together like whenever we do certain things. What state are you in, Cole? Florida. Florida. Okay. So I want to go across the nation and do a lot of things. And I have to anyways, because I'm, I'm, you know, helping Philip put his campaign. Um, I think that we should probably just, just, just go and do it. Honestly, some people ask, oh, you have permission to come to campus? Well, we have a first amendment right to actually let us do that. So, and in, a lot of times too, that's a public school. A lot of these are public schools. So, but there are some cases where, you know, the campus is like, yeah, you, you can come over here and talk to the students. Or they'll be like, no, but you really can't because it's free, free speech. Um, but yeah, there's something that we should definitely um, plan together, plan the questions and everything. So um, I honestly think that, I think we should ask some fun questions. And I think, here's, a, here's one example of a fun question. Um, hey guys, where in the Constitution does it say that um, it's illegal and you should go to prison and jail for um, marijuana? I think a lot of these students in these schools would appreciate that question. They'd be like, huh. And I'll point out the, the piece of the Constitution where they actually doesn't say that. It doesn't say that at all. It actually would offend your right to have it, to grow it, do whatever, whatever you're going to do with it. There's nothing in the Constitution. That says that you can't have marijuana. But isn't think things ask questions that actually relate to people's lives? Like we have um, the right to drive, right? So all these different things all these people think that, oh my gosh, these people want a lot of us want the same things. We just have to like really find like real life examples and ask them, hey, where in the constitution does it say you can't do this? Constitution wasn't made to govern and to be a, a authority over the people, it was supposed to protect us from the government. 
Oh yeah, it's time. It's no time to waste any more, Donnie. It's time to stop talking about it and stop acting about it and we better act quickly because I am thinking about going to the University of what? Florida and asking those questions, get somebody on a camera so I can put it up on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And show everybody how we can get that knowledge around us. Get everybody on the same page and stuff. And after we show how it can be done, that's why I love Waters, Jesse Waters, because he did what we were talking about. But he, you know, Jesse Waters from Fox, right? I actually don't know. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch any of that stuff. So I really don't. Jesse Waters, Waters Road. I know who he, I know who he is, but I haven't watched them in a, a long time. Be, and honestly, too, um, I'll I'll may, maybe see a clip. Guys, real quick too. Like, I don't. For me, I need to um, get the information from the source. If you guys are coming to me to give you information, I don't want to repeat something else someone else said. I have to do my own due diligence and give you guys um, the information I got in that. You know, um, the way I do. And then I tell you guys to look into. I, I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch any of them. I don't even watch One American News. Nothing. Um. So. But, but I know Matt Walsh was doing something. Um, I do like him, but he, uh, but he is a part of uh, I think Daily Wire. I think are correct. Mm-hmm. I like a lot. Yeah, of yeah. Um, like Jesse Waters went out to the college campuses and asked these questions, like. Do you know what the president is? I'll have to take a note to look into that. But let me let me uh, get to Robert and James right. first, and then Robert, and then we're going to close out. Um, and Paul, um, I don't want to put you on the spot or nothing, but last time you volunteered uh, without me even asking to close out prayer, do you want to do that again? Okay, I'll put you back in the queue. We're going to get the James Robert, and then we're going to close it out, okay? Okay. Cool. One second. James, what up, though? (laughs) Hey, Donnie. Um, Hey, hi. First, uh, I want to say that I, I really loved what Cole said about how we are the media. 
Um, it's unfortunate that we are so suppressed, though, by like the platforms like YouTube and Twitter and stuff like that. And I think that you said that you saw that you were having views taken away from, from your videos. And I saw the same thing with mine. Like I would go, I would upload a video. I stopped uploading videos just because I was like so discouraged. Like I would get strikes, I would get videos removed and stuff. And I was like, okay, obviously I can't speak freely here. So, I mean, I just kind of gave up on it. But like, I remember I put up a video one day and I, I saw the view count. And I like the next day I checked it and I was like, oh, there's less views today than yesterday. And the next day I checked it, it was like, oh, there's less views today than yesterday. And and they just they just do shit like that and it's it's pretty fucked up. Um but aside from that, I wanted to mention that uh Ice Judge, he's been the same comments down there and it's like he I don't think I've seen a single thing that he says that we disagree on, which is shocking as hell to me. But uh, I wish that he would come up and, and say something because I, I think he's uh, more knowledgeable than I am. So um, anyway, that's about all I wanted to say about that. Absolutely. I've asked Ice Judge to come up here a couple of times. I've asked him to come up on Twitter Spaces. Ice Judge doesn't come up. Hmm. Ice Judge, you being shy? Because I definitely heard you on Robert's show the other day. I saw you. Thank you. Next time I see Ice Judge, please make sure you grab a mic. You do have a lot of good information that you share. But I never I never really heard of that volunteerism stuff that y'all are talking about. And you uh, educated me with a simple answer. I appreciate that. But James, thank you for saying that. Um, let's get over to Robert next. Uh, okay, so I think so. I I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to put this whole anarchy and no government question to rest once and for all. So here's so if you gotta first ask. Why does government exist? And then, and the answer to that depends on who you talk to. And then that also goes into the question of, uh, of do you believe humans are inherently good or inherently evil? Because government, if functioning properly, is built to keep the evil elements from rolling society and to keep the good elements rolling society and to make sure that, and to, and while encouraging, uh, while encouraging individual responsibility to provide, provide security where they can. That doesn't mean funding your entire life for you, nor does that mean you entirely depending on police but that also means that having that option available to people who can't afford to bribe police to do their jobs, you know, kind of like in African countries, you know. So that's that's the whole thing. We, because I personally believe, based on thousands of years of history, 
between wars and all the other all the other civilization conflicts we've seen, humans are inherently evil. I can say I don't say that based on opinion. I say that based on analysis. Uh, the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, the Byzantine Empire. Uh, look at everything that went on. Um, the Egyptians. Uh, I mean, the Egyptians were some of the first slavers. The Sumerians, the Chaldeans. Uh, the uh, uh, I mean, the the Babylonians. The myriad of of groups throughout history that have done horrible things. You can't tell me for one minute that humans are inherently good. Uh, because I'm not saying that he, I'm not saying every, everything about us is evil, but evil, but evil is in our nature. If you push any man in the right circumstances, and he can become a killer, I promise you. Uh, you know, so that's why government originally exists in the first place, because. We sometimes, in some cases, we do need a roller. We do sometimes need someone to say, hey, you can't do that. Or you can't hurt that person, you know, and that, and to set up penalties. It, so it all goes back to found the foundation. What is the purpose? Robert, I think we should definitely actually have an episode on that um, and have a discussion on humans inherently good or evil. And uh, people can know, have their, uh, we can have a debate and have discussions on that. Um, but yeah, that's a, Robert, hit me up via my number. Let's talk about that. We should do a show on that. Let's get to Cole. Cole's going to drop us, uh, close out in prayer. You guys, I don't have my anthem stuff set up, so after Cole does do that, uh, we will shut it down. One more quick reminder. Uh, we have an education show teaching the Constitution, Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, and history um, on the other show. And I want to go and grab it real quick and put it in the live chat. Here we go. Let's see. I want to make sure I thank everyone who else. Okay, we have the same folks who are already uh, subscribed to it. Let me um, share this in the chat before we hop off and get going here. There we go. And anyone who does, I really do appreciate y'all for doing that. So, thank you, Robert, for your gems. Let's get over to Cole. And Cole is going to drop close out in prayer. All right, Cole, you ready? I know I love the anthem too, Joe. But I will. It will be for now on. There will be an anthem. But I know I feel weird not having it playing. Like it's so weird. But this is the only time, um, for the most part. Um, <laughs> go ahead, yeah, Cole. guys. You got thing about how. We got to present everything to the people that are not 
as noticeable as us. We got to think how we can present. And now I'm going to pray. I pray that everybody will wake up and study the Bible, the Constitution, of Independence, because those are the three major documents of the United States of America, and we need to educate people on all free documents because they're all intertwined together because everything comes from the Bible. It is in the Constitution and the Declaration and the Penance. So we need certain knowledge around so far and so wide that nobody can shut it down. I pray that generations will wake up to the truth and be self peace and everything like